This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello again, it's Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, a podcast that truly believes no day is boring. Today is November 1st, 2019. The day was November 1st, 1879. The Carlisle Indian Industrial School opened in Pennsylvania. In 1819, U.S. Congress passed the Civilization Fund Act, which allocated funds to schools designed to civilize Native American children by removing them from their reservations and assimilating them into European American culture. Beginning in the late 18th century, the U.S. had embarked on a mission of Americanizing indigenous peoples by stripping them of their customs and culture and teaching them U.S. customs and values. The government banned Native Americans from conducting their traditional religious ceremonies and allotted them land in exchange for U.S. citizenship. And missionaries formed schools that taught Native Americans Christianity, citizenship, and English. This way, white Americans believed indigenous folks would be acculturated to the U.S., and they would become peaceful adults who contributed to the U.S. economy. Some Native Americans resisted this forced assimilation, while others accepted it. There were white Americans who opposed the policies of assimilation, but many white Americans believed these civilizing efforts were a benevolent cause and that they were saving Native Americans from their supposed savagery and rapid decline. Education was one of the main ways the U.S. attempted to assimilate Native Americans. The Bureau of Indian Affairs, formed in 1824, called for the education of Native Americans in separate boarding schools. Civil War veteran Lieutenant Colonel Richard Henry Pratt established the first off-reservation boarding school funded by the federal government. Abandoned Army Barracks in Pennsylvania became a school building. The Carlisle Indian Industrial School opened on November 1st, 1879. Pratt's philosophy was that, quote, all the Indian there is in the race should be dead. The school's motto was kill the Indian, save the man. Students' names were changed to English ones and they were forbidden from using their indigenous ones. They were given new clothes and haircuts. The children were trained in trades and domestic activities. They lived with local non-Native American families over the summer, rather than returned to their families and worked on farms or in stores. The school exposed children to infection, disease, and harsh conditions, and hundreds of children died while there. 186 are buried on site. Carlisle became a model for other government-funded schools for forced assimilation. The government required them to attend and made it legal for officers to take children from their homes. Parents who resisted had to run, hide, or face imprisonment. The government still believed it was saving children from poverty and a wayward life. Since Native American children were not allowed to attend public schools with white students, boarding schools were often the only option for their formal education. But at the schools, students were given little academic instruction. They were mainly given vocational training that prepared them to be farmers or manual laborers. And the children were often subject to physical and sexual abuse. Pratt retired as Carlisle's superintendent in 1904, after butting heads with the Bureau of Indian Affairs over his views on reservations and assimilation. The school closed in 1918, 
as it had become less relevant over the years and was needed as a military installation. The Miriam Report, published in 1928, criticized conditions on reservations and in Native American boarding schools. It supported the assimilation of Native American children, but opposed isolating them in separate schools. But attendance at these schools increased, despite the protest of Native American activists and the efforts of people like Commissioner of Indian Affairs John Collier, who worked to reverse policies of Native American cultural assimilation. Attendance at Native American boarding schools peaked in the 1970s, with an estimated 60,000 students enrolled in 1973. Most Native American boarding schools have since closed. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can keep up with us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Podcast. And you can email us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you here again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.